You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 156 with my guest today, David Anderson from the band Soilwork and the Night Flight Orchestra, which we talk about today for the new album, Aromantic 2. So David lets us know a bit about the album and what he's up to now. And the track you're hearing at the moment is from the new album and it's called Violent Indigo. And thank you to my sponsors, Custom Guitar Picks, Musician and Arnold Krakowka. You don't need a drummer to make an amazing metal song. All you need is access to tracks produced in a great studio by a great engineer. My full-length drum tracks are crafted using the best sounding samples I've been developing for over a decade and have been used by thousands of professional musicians worldwide up to the highest level in the industry including John 5 and Gus G. Stop wasting hours of your time trying to program drums and stop wasting tons of money to have your drummer record in a studio for mediocre results. With my drum tracks, you don't need to worry about any of that. Just drag and drop your tracks, press record, and you're done. All of that with a killer, authentic sound. So go to my website, arnokrakowka.com to start rocking. So let's go all the way to Sweden for my interview with David Anderson. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Can good. you hear me okay? Yeah, perfect. All good here. Well, thanks for doing this for us. Yeah. So you're in Sweden, right, at the moment? Uh, yeah, uh, or right now I'm in England. Oh, you're in England, um, okay. Visiting my girlfriend, but I live in Sweden most of the time. Oh, right. Oh, that's good. So you can... I am Swedish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in England right now. Ah, right. well, it's good you can go back and forth. Yeah, it's it's a bit harder these days, but I mean, I'm, I'm vaccinated and everything, so, you know, take PCR tests and everything, but I mean, yep. it's still possible. That's right. We can't do that here in Australia. We can't go anywhere. No, no, no. I've been uh, talking to quite a few of your colleagues this week, and it's really sad that you, yeah, you did so well for so long, and now it's, you know. Yeah, it's like it's, a, yeah. it's happening all over yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations about the new album, Aromantic, number two. So it wasn't that long ago that you did the first one, was it? No, it was, um, it was released in February, I think, 2020. So, yep. yeah. Didn't you guys like just start touring it, and that's when the whole pandemic hit? Yeah, we we, uh, we had a European tour, and we started in, in, at the beginning of March um, last year, and then like after eight or nine shows, we had to go home because the borders all over Europe started shutting down. Yeah, so we would have been stuck somewhere uh, for God knows how long. So we had to like cancel the rest of the tour and just fly home, and it, it was really sad because mm. the tour so far was really good, and we had like great crowds and great response, and we you know had no album. We're all enthusiastic and like uh so it was absolutely the best tour we've done so far <laughs> and the <laughs> shortest <laughs> at least we left on a high note because it was a good tour we did some really good shows and you know so it would have been worse i guess if the tour had been crap and we had to cancel as well <laughs> at least the good shows <laughs> yeah so what country were you in when you, you did the last one um the last ones were um spain okay madrid and barcelona yeah 
Mm. But we did like London and we did some shows in Germany, France, uh, uh, Netherlands, Belgium. So, I mean, it was all good, mm. but yeah, just bad timing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we all got sick when we got home. So <laughs> we've all had it. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so it's a whole band from Sweden? Yeah. And do you, do you guys live like far from each other? Yeah, we live um, like spread out across the country, but mostly um, it's either Stockholm or Gothenburg, you know, the two big cities, but it's still like one is East Coast and one is West Coast. So, yeah. so it's like me and Bjorn both live in Stockholm, so it's easier for us to, to like meet up. Um, but I mean, we, we stay in touch all the time through social media and emails and stuff. So it's, yeah. you know, Sweden isn't that big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not like you can compare it to like Brisbane and Perth. Yeah. <laughs> you can get anywhere within a couple of hours. If you don't want to go far up north, then it takes a bit longer. But yeah. Yeah. So with the new album, who was the, um, the main writers? Um, I guess... Um, it's probably like 70% me and then uh, Bjorn, the singer, and Sebastian, the other guitarist and percussion player. And that's the way it usually is. Like I write, I write a little more than half and then they come up with a few songs each. And you do a lot of the writing for soil work too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, uh, I've always loved, I love songwriting and I'm always writing songs and, and you know, it's, so it's, but it's, it's kind of natural. I mean, um, I write lots of songs and the others, they don't write that many songs, but, you know, at the same time, I'm willing to, I don't expect all my songs to be included. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, it's, I'm like the safety net, you know, I always have lo- lots of songs lying around. So whenever I'd be nervous, they're like, oh, we don't have any songs because, I mean, that's one of my favorite things in life. It's writing songs and I'm writing like every day. So, you know. Well. That's but it's uh, it's nice to have uh, it's always nice to have you know more than one songwriter in a band because you know it's nice to have even though we're like influenced by a lot of the same stuff it's always it's nice to have that blend of yeah. voices and you know you, you write differently and and uh, mm. I like it it would be boring if people were uh, bands were the sort of one person writing everything it tends to get a bit samey I guess yeah yeah oh, exactly I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. So when you sit down to write, do you think in your mind first, okay, I'm going to write a Soilwork song, I'm going to write a Night Flight Orchestra song, or just whatever comes up? I usually start if I if I get some sort of like idea. For me, it's a very subconscious thing. I mean, I read lots of books, I listen to a lot of music, and, and you know, um, usually it's just something pops up. It could be a word, a sentence, like a melody you hear mm. in your head, just... Sometimes when you go to sleep or when you wake up in the morning, it's just, you have, it just, (laughs) it's just there. Um, You know, it's pretty obvious from the beginning, whether it's a solo work song or a nightlight song. And, and, um, and that's usually what happens these days. When I was younger, I used to, you know, do the standard thing and sit around a noodle on a guitar or keyboard and hoping for something to come up. But these days I just, I don't sit down and noodle much. I just wait for an idea to pop up in my head. And then I, you know, I I write a lot of lyrics as well. So it's, it could be a lyric idea that inspires me and, you know, or it could be the other way around or, you know, that's great. That's even though I'm, I'm not a singer, 
I mean, I can sing, but I'm quite crap. <laughs> I sound like a, like a Swedish indie pop singer. <laughs> I, don't, I do some screamy backup vocals with soil work, but yeah. I mean, I, I can't, when I sing clean vocals, it's like very, I have a quite a, quite a weak voice, so it, it doesn't fit metal at all. <laughs> in every band I've been in, I, I've always been writing melodies and lyrics and stuff as well, because mm. I, I love it. And I listen to a lot of lyrics and write, and I read like five, six books every week, and you know, I'm always constantly thinking about words. So it's, yep. you know, yeah. and I'm happy that, that Bjorn is okay with me writing lyrics too, but I mean, we know each other so well, and he's free to, you know, change things around and, you know, put his own twist on stuff. So it's it's working out fine. That's great. Have you ever got into the chain switch like being like, you know, the riff's been borderline heavy to, you know, mediocre? Yeah, yeah I do have a few songs like that that are like too heavy for Nightlight and too mushy for a soil work and yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll start another band when I <laughs> when I retire. <laughs> yes, it's- Night flight. So how long has that band been going now, Phil? Uh, we started around 2011, 10, 11. Yeah, so quite a while. Yep. Yeah, yeah we, our first record was released in 2012. So it's like next year is the 10 year anniversary. Oh, well, hopefully you uh, get out there and celebrate it. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now with the, the film clips as well, I noticed you guys have got a few fil- film clips for the, the new album. So who's uh, the brain behind the film clips? It's usually it's either me or Bjorn for for the singles for this album. It's been Bjorn's ideas okay. um, for the singles were released, and uh, for the last album it was mostly me. But we kind of like it's either me or him. Depends on I mean if one of us usually has an idea, and then it's then we just uh, get a producer and a film team, and you know. But the basic idea is always ours. Yeah, I mean, it's good that you can get out there, like, you know, on the boat and the, and the other ones, yeah. the other way, so. Yeah, and, and I think these days it's it's especially important since we can't go out and, you know, do shows. It's it's nice to at least have some sort of visual presentation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When you release music. Uh, and I think the, the people who, who like us, they appreciate it too. Like, not just releasing a song, but, you know, doing something more like a video and, you know, like it was back in the day. Even if we don't release physical singles, it's still it's still more of a you know it makes it more of an event if you have a, a proper video. I, I'm personally I, I really yeah. find you know a lot of a lot of bands these days they only release like lyric videos, and I, mm-hmm. I find that really boring. No offense, but you know, yeah. uh, but I, it's like I don't see really see the point. And and if you and we're fortunate enough to you know we have a good collaboration with the video producers and everything so we can we can do stuff we don't have much of a budget but if you if you're willing to really take the time and, and put some effort into it you can do stuff even with a minimal budget and yeah i still it's it's more interesting and you're you know as long as you're nice to people and have some good contacts in the business you, you can get away with without the huge budget you can still do stuff and, and we want to be more than just you know a bunch of guys playing music i mean it's, it's the whole visual thing and, and the lyrics and the whole package it should be more than just a band you know we all are you know all the artists we grew up listening to and and you know 
it was always more than just a band. It was always like something more, some sort of like, uh, you know, some sort of image and concept. And, you know, it, it was always, we all like when things are a bit over the top and, and you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. we like to take things just a tiny bit too far. <laughs> that's what makes it interesting. I mean, yeah. who wants to see a bunch of middle-aged men standing around playing air guitar and trying to look cool? I mean, it's... it's no, we want, we want it to be something more than that. So, so going back to the songwriting, I know you said you write a lot on the guitar, but do you write on the keyboard as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually started playing keyboard before I started playing the guitar, but I'm 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 not a really good keyboard player, but I'm, you know, but I'm I'm good at music theory and stuff, so you know I can I know what I'm doing and I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm not very technical as a keyboard player. But it's nice because you know you you think a bit differently. You come up with some chords that you might have not come up with on the guitar, but yeah, it's mostly. When it comes to night flight, it's always based on the you know vocal melody and yeah. and. Uh, because to me, that's the important thing. Uh, even though I'm a guitarist, uh, I'm still aware that you know the guitar is just an in- instrument among others. And, and <laughs> when I listen to music, if I don't listen to instrumental music, of course, but if I listen to you know rock, metal, whatever, it's still you know if it's crap vocal melody, then you can't really do much to save it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it's, it's a bit different with solid work, of course, because then it's more guitar based, and, and then you can you know. If you have a really good guitar riff and a good guitar melody, then you can just you can do a screamy chorus. And, and um, if the vocal idea isn't good, then it's hard to, you know, you can't polish a turd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, some of the, the keyboard playing on this album is yeah, fantastic. You know, I've got to make sure you... So John Manhattan Lomor? John Lundemir, yeah. Lundemir. Start with Swedish... Yeah, no, he's lovely. He, he's uh, you know, you know he's, he's been playing on the this record on the last record, and, and he's he's also a you know, classically trained uh, jazz musician, and, and he's very versatile, and you know he fits in really well, and he he does some great stuff, and, and you know both me and him were like improvising musicians. We usually improvise most of the solos and stuff, and it sort of gives it a freshness. I think a lot of rock music uh, only have improvised solos these days and oh sorry composed solos these days and i sort of like miss that mm. improvised um, elements in rock yeah. music like when i grew up listening to you know the purple and stuff like that it was all like improvised and, and yeah i like right. to that's that way you can come up with some unexpected stuff that you weren't even that you you when you come up with when you improvise in the studio, you you sometimes play stuff like "Whoa, what, what was that?" Yeah. <laughs> and that makes it more interesting to me yeah. than just you know composing a solo. Because then, so you know, you you can usually hear when a solo is composed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I mean, some of my favorite solos of all time are are like written beforehand. But the older I get, the more I I prefer improvising and just you know see yeah. what comes up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So are you influenced by Toto at all? Toto, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Toto is, if we listen to our music, I guess it's kind of obvious because and Toto has made so much. I mean, if they manage, they've managed to like squeeze in so many styles 
you know, if you compare the first Toto album and Hydra and then the 80s stuff with Fahrenheit and, and uh, you know, it's, it's, um, they're a very diverse band. And, but at the same time, I'm, I mean, we listen to all kinds of music and we grew up listening to all kinds of music and, and you know, we have the progressive elements and some, some, you know, obviously some hard rock elements too and, and, um, and some jazzy stuff over here and there, even though it's not always obvious, but we try to like, you know, take, and um, you know, things like ABBA and, and you know, <laughs> yeah. We're Swedes, I don't know. <laughs> so we we grew up listening to all kinds of music and playing all kinds of music. So so it's sort of like um, we we like to try and take you know we can't really reinvent the wheel, but we can assemble it in new and diff- interesting ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, take familiar components and you know, and you do something new and interesting with them. At least that was what we're aspiring to do. Yeah, oh, definitely for sure. I mean, that was the first thing when I heard the album. You know, it was probably the main thing that comes to my mind is. I mean, not the same as Toto, but it sounded, it reminded me of Toto, you know, the type of yeah, the, yeah. the sound and the, the vocals, everything, yeah. which is good. It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, our, our sound is always changing. I mean, the first records we did were a bit more, you know, traditional 70s hard rock, I guess. And then we, you know, we always try to evolve and, you know, try different things. And the next record will probably, probably be like slightly different and, you know, try out new stuff. And um, as long as it doesn't get boring and, you know, we always like to have that surprise element, both for the listener and also to surprise ourselves and do, you know, with each album, we always have a few songs at least that are like something that we haven't really done before. And that's something that we'll really try to, you know, try to keep it fresh and try to, you know, that's what makes it fun to, with this band, that like we're, there are no genre boundaries. I mean, yeah. if we come up with a song, as long as, I mean, we couldn't do a black metal song. I mean, we could do, but it wouldn't really be in my like, orchestra song. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're pretty much, we're pretty much free to do whatever we want. Bjorn's vocals, he's got you know, good range too. So, you can, like I say, you could, yeah, do, could do anything. He's one of the few vocalists that actually get he actually gets better with H. <laughs> Usually the other way around, but he's just getting better. I mean, he just, you know, sing death metal and, and gradually he discovered that he was a good all around, you know, clean vocalist as well. And he's yeah. constantly trying to, you know, push himself and, and uh, do new stuff. And, and, you know, his range is just increasing and he comes up with great things. I'm always like impressed, like, wow, I didn't know you could do that, Bjorn. And he's like, no, I neither did I. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. but it's nice. And, and I guess that's the same with all of us. We're always trying to push ourselves and, you know, do things, do new, new stuff and, you know, try to you know, take it a step further. Yeah. And the girls have both got amazing voices too, or the ladies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and they add sort of like a new, another dimension to the whole sound, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's really a female vocal element in there as well. But overall, yes, amazing albums. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so you're still studying in the, the clinic? Oh, not studying, sorry, working in the clinic as a doctor? As a doctor, yeah, I am whenever I have the time. Especially now that, that we haven't been able to go out and tour and stuff, it's nice to have something to fall back on, I guess. But, but we're, staying, we're staying busy, like writing and recording stuff and releasing stuff, and we're working on a new Sorrowwork album as well that will okay. be out next year. And, you know, 
Oh, excellent. No one knows when we're going to be able to go back out and play shows again, so we might as well just keep releasing stuff. And, and I think people uh, appreciate the fact that we're 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 releasing new music and you know keeping up our presence because right now I guess people need new music more now more than ever. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, can, you can tell from from the reactions online and you know that people are they seem to enjoy the fact that we're. We're not just waiting around for things to go back to normal because no one knows when or if that will happen. So we yeah. might as well stay busy and you know, do stuff. You, you just have to accept the fact that it is what it is and you can't do anything about it. The one thing we can do, at least we can still get together in the studio and create music. And, and you know, at least we're able to do that. Yeah. In, in Sweden, we, we haven't had that strict lockdown thing. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but anyway... Things are quite okay in Sweden right now, and and we're all vaccinated, and you know we have antibodies and stuff, so it's like we're safe. We can still get together physically and, and you know record together, which is real nice. Yeah. We're not the kind of band who sort of like just sends files back and forth on online. A lot of the stuff that you know defines our sound is what happens in the studio when we're there together, and everyone has their input on you know. So even if even if um, all of us aren't songwriters, the whole band is very active in the actual recording process, and you know we're all producing the music together. And you know, so it wouldn't work to just sit at home with a laptop and do everything that way. We need to like have that interaction, and that's also what makes it fun. I mean, we're still good friends, and we love to hang out with each other, and you know, so we have lots of interesting discussions about music in the studio, and yeah, yeah, that's great. So as far as you're working as a doctor, is that you're doing it in England or just in Sweden? No, just in Sweden. Okay. I'm, I'm having some time off now, so so I was able to go over and visit my girlfriend. And That's good. Nice to see some of the English countryside as well. Do you ever get any ideas when you're in the job and think, oh, hang on, I need to write that down? Or? No, not really. I mean, being a doctor means that you, you know a lot of strange words, you know. Uh, I mean, I've always loved words, like I said, and, and you know, and being a doctor, uh, you know, all the medical terms and Latin stuff. And, you know, sometimes the words you can stumble upon strange words that kind of inspire you. Yeah. Um, if I'd been in, in like car casts or something like that, I could all the lyrics. You know, we can't really do that kind of stuff in solo work or night flight, but it's still you, you still have describing different bodily functions or reactions or how the senses work. Yeah. I guess I... I get influenced a, a bit by like medical texts and you know medical words, but yeah. even though it's not always obvious, but I can start a grindcore band someday just to be able to write about all the gory stuff. Yeah, that's right. Well, actually, I interviewed um, Bill Steer the other week from Carcass. Oh yeah, and he was talking about how you know like the earlier material was written by yeah. medical journals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hello, Carcass, if you need some lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. They're a real good band. I really like their the last albums they did, like Surgical Seal and the new one, what's it called? The Surgical no, something. <laughs> uh, torn Arteries. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really, yeah. They're really good. These days, I mostly listen to, you know, extreme metal, like black metal, and, and um, either that or different kinds of jazz, I guess.
yeah, I really hope that things do open up and we can see you down in Australia one time. Yeah, absolutely. It feels like you know, with every release, we we um, get a bit more media attention, or at least we're doing more and more interviews. For yeah. And and I hope there's you know hope that I have no idea if we how how much of a following we have in Australia, but uh, hopefully there's a bus going on, and hopefully people will the word will spread and people will will one day there will be enough of a following to. For a promoter to to want to take us there yeah. because I've, I've, i mean we've been playing australia with solid lots of times and it's always lovely it's a lovely country and we always have the shows are always great and i think that people in australia would if we get the chance to get hurt um, i think people would like what we do oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. all right well yeah thanks again appreciate your time yeah, have a great weekend you too all right